How's it going? This is Ty, and this is episode 56 of the Fiction and Copy Decoded podcast. And I'd like to welcome you, which I do. If you're a regular listener, depending on what time you get this and or listen to this, you may or may not notice that this episode is actually a day earlier than normal because I thought it was an excellent idea because of other things I have going on that might be a little busy, and I thought it would be best to get this out sooner rather than later so that you can enjoy it and I can enjoy making it before everything decides to come to fruition that has been planned, so on and so forth. Not to be ominous, it's just some things in life you plan for, and then it's like within the first a day or two before it's all supposed to start rolling, get rolling, it's like, oh, that was like tomorrow or the day after tomorrow? Yeah. So anyway, so let's get to it. Uh, this post was actually in 2014. I could not find this article. It was almost, well, January 20, January 2014, I could not find this article online when I looked today. Or I should say, would be yesterday by the time or however long it would be. Anyway, I couldn't find the article that I referred to that I, in the blog post that connects to this. This was just a follow-up, happened to be a follow-up to Copywriting Codex USP in action. I talked about USP, so I decided to focus on the copywriters or like business and talk about USP again. Only this time I had mentioned... I'd mentioned it last week, as I had mentioned it the day before this particular post. So for some strange reason, somehow, and I forgot to, probably forgot to uh, bookmark this, but that I had run into a post about hotel minibars and all the things the hotel minibars were offering their guests to try to get them to like, get it, go in there. So like... International hotels, U.S. hotels, giving away stuff like free beer, M&M's, Pringles, kind bars, jerky, chocolate, so on, so on, so forth. And it said, the article said it would probably be awesome for the hotel biz to be doing that because, actually, I forgot what the because was for. But I think it's interesting because it's a connector with USP because that's actually what this is. A certain part, a small change, because I mean, it's it's a hotel bar. What can you get? I mean, unless you're talking about regional cocktails or things like that, or other types of things known to the region or known to a particular hotel chain, it's a bar in a hotel, and I don't think there are a lot of different things they would choose to offer. I mean, that's just saying me saying that speculation. Because of the fact that I don't really think of, when I think of bars and things like that, I think of places that are like really exotic or far flung or well known places like uh, Chicago or Vegas or some other place that's like you go to a bar and they have like people juggling bottles that are on fire, you know, or something outlandish like that, not a hotel mini bar. So, this slight change, and I mean, that's all it would be. It's so such and such hotel would offer 
kind bars or jerky, whereas other hotels offer chips or free beer. Excuse me. So it is a small change. It's very small, but it's going to allow the clients of these hotels to see them a little bit differently, I would think, because they're doing something their competitors aren't aren't doing at all or doing differently altogether because they are trying to get people to into the hotel and to enjoy their stay at the hotel. So they will tell their friends about their awesome stay they had at that hotel. And I'm slightly depressed that I just used the word hotel so many times in such a short span of time. So anyway, this probably costs a little upfront, but if it's worth it to these particular hotels to get more people in at a price to where if more people stay there, I think it would have generated an impact long term or it would have because otherwise they wouldn't be doing it. Or if people who are doing marketing and sales are on the ball, so to speak, if something is not working, they stop that thing and change to something else. That's what I had called, it's almost like a little separator kind of a thing. Something that separates you, a small thing that separates you with your business or marketing from what other people in the same niche happen to be doing. Which is why I think it connected so close to the post on USP that I had done the day before in the blog and also the week before this particular episode, episode 55, I talked about USP as well. I mean, you can do the same things for your clients. It just depends on uh, what you're willing to do that other people aren't or certain things. It also can be uh, certain things about you yourself that you do automatically or on autopilot that your clients like that other people, you find out that other people don't do those things. It's like, okay, some people... I mean, like with prompt service and things like that. Do you do prompt service or like free critiques or follow-up? How extensively do you follow up with clients? I mean, maybe if other people only do it once every couple of months after a project, would it, would you stand out if you were to do it every month out of courtesy to see how they were doing? I would say yes. I'd say yeah, Sure. Or do you, it's like, it's a, it's a strange thing because of the fact that it's almost like you have to think about how you're conducting your business with clients as to compare that to how you could in theory be conducting business with clients and other innovations that you might be able to make. I mean, it's so, I know that's rather general, but I think that it's speaks to so much as far as how people relate to other people and how people deliver services, deliver products, how people follow up, how often people talk to other people about their business or talk to other people. I mean, just to just to say, hi, how are you doing? I mean, it might seem rather strange, but some people are better at that than others or good at it or persistent at it to where it's like, okay, like legitimately, how are you doing this month? I mean, not, not like looking to get anything or to secure business or anything, but just to give them something to, 
you know, brighten their day a little bit. And it doesn't have to be like totally business centric or business focused in that sense. Because I think one thing that studying copywriting and studying fiction as well has kind of had kind of taught me in the past and something that I'm still trying to zero in on and more effectively because I know personally that I can always be doing almost everything better or more fully is that business and fiction, the powerful businesses and the powerful fiction that like stays with you is generally focused on people. Someone enduring something or living out something or someone conquering a problem or issue that they are having. In the case, well, it's in the case of business as well as fiction too. It's like, can we remember those people like Luke Skywalker, or Frodo, or Scout, or Tom Sawyer, or any of another hundred, two, three, four hundred characters I could name? Uh, Katniss Everdeen, uh, the one main character who I can't remember right now uh, from the Divergent series. And lots of other characters fictional they're fictional because somebody made them up but those particular problems those issues struggling with certain things even if it's with stuff like school i mean how many people out there had a subject they hated in school i'd imagine if you're listening to this you're thinking of that subject right now that you just hate it and even if it doesn't have to be a really big problem which is how i think this relates to usp this doesn't really have to be a huge differentiator. It's like, okay, we're never going to do X, Y, Z in this business again. Well, you don't necessarily need to be drastic. Sometimes you do. Sometimes being drastic can have its benefits if something succeeds. But other times you just need a little bit. It's like, oh, hey, I like, I like such and such refreshment that so-and-so hotel gives. To go back to the hotel thing again. And it's like, well, why do they like that? Well, maybe they just, it's something they're not used to. So it stuck out to them because it's something that they noticed because nobody else is really doing that. And they liked that little addition that that hotel was doing for clients in that particular area. So that that really helped them garner business and things like that. I should probably, I don't know if I'll do this or not. I should probably do a follow-up to this because when I had checked out the things for hotel mini bars in a futile attempt to find this art, to relocate this article, I had come across some things about like how hotel mini bars are dying and like people making certain, who seem to be making certain claims about them. I mean, because usually I, when I'm in hotels, usually it's not for that long a time. And if it is that long a time, I'm not really, I, I have other things to do or other things to focus on. So I don't really, the mini bar is like not my focus. And it's like, okay, I'm usually there to do something or I'm on a stop over from, or like, if it's a long trip, I'm focused on who I'm going to go see and what I'm going to go do. So for me in particular, it say better something other than a hotel mini bar would be my focus at that point. But I thought it was just a strange thing to uh, to have run into 
and that's why I wrote this the uh, the short post on it, and why I'm actually recorded this episode because of how it spoke to me in terms of USP. Even though mini bars aren't really or hotel mini bars aren't really my like favorite thing as far as that goes. When I think of hotels, you know, I think of like a place to sleep for a couple of nights and then continue on with the rest of the trip, or I'm stopped over in somebody else's town, like friends or family or what have you. And I'm thinking about what else I'm there to do rather than, you know, the hotel bar. So anyway, that'll be about the end of the ramble for today. And I hope you have a great rest of your day and we will catch you guys next episode. All right. Bye-bye. That'll be the end of this episode. I appreciate you guys hanging out. To learn more about the blog this podcast is connected to, you can visit it at fictionandcopydecoded.wordpress.com. You can learn about me there. You can also learn about me at my copywriting samples website, which is timealcopywriting.yolasite.com. Yolasite is one word. It's Y-O-L-A-S-I-T-E.com. And you can also support this podcast. Number one way to do that is by commenting, sharing, and subscribing to it wherever you listen to it, whether that's on Google Play, iTunes, or some other platform. You can also become a monthly contributor if you'd like to do that. For 99 cents a month, you'll get my thanks, which would be totally awesome, especially since I'm planning to do that in each episode where I have monthly contributors. For the next level, I think it's $4.99 a month. I'll give you part of the description of the show for your business or whatever you're, else you're looking to promote. Go to if you have a service business or product business or what have you like that. And for $9.99, I'll plan to give you like a 30 to second to one minute ad in the show itself. So I'll need to learn about your business and who you serve and all kinds of neat stuff, but I'm cool with that if you are. So if you've got a business to promote, that's awesome. Anyway, You can get in touch with me on that if you'd like. Otherwise, we will catch you guys next time. Bye-bye.